1: Hello and welcome to 1UP Delivered Through the AI Podcast channel. I'm your host as usual, Guy Drinkle. Um And this one we're going to be discussing the August state of play from PlayStation, which was last week. Um, Carl, you're here with me as usual. How are you doing?
2: Not too bad, Guy. How about yourself?
1: I'm a bit tired, but I won't bore people with that. I, when you've got a, a weird sleep pattern like I do, if you if you just screw it with two, even a couple hours of you there, it's, it's like you've not had any sleep at all. But I'll soldier on as nobody cares. Um, Yeah, I mean, before we get into the news, I mean, that state of play, Carl, overall thoughts on it? Uh,
2: you know, it wasn't quite what we were expecting, unfortunately. There was no kind of big, big, reveals or anything like that I mean as as I was saying to you before it, it kind of I'd I'd see it kind of as a fair comparison would be to the Xbox kind of third party mm-hmm. event earlier in the summer in, in terms of the kind of level of of things we've seen um even then you you might say it was some could argue that there, there was even less to be said about it because a lot of this was kind of for games we already knew were coming. They weren't kind of new reveals. And and even then, the focus wasn't even on PS5. There was kind of a mix of VR stuff and PS4 stuff on top of PS5. So, I mean, it it wasn't the most exciting of events, but sure, we'll we'll get into it in more detail, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, we absolutely will. We absolutely will. Um, But as usual, we start off with the news. There's only... There's like two and a half new stories. I've kind of just added one in it last minute, but do you, do you want to go through the first one?
2: Yes, yeah, so uh, for a story, Rocksteady confirms it is working on a suicide game, and the full story came from Wesley Yin Pool over in Eurogamer, so I'd urge you to read that if you haven't already. Rocksteady has confirmed an earlier report it is working on a suicide game, squad game. In a tweet showing an image of a decrepit-looking Superman with a target on its head, the Batman Arkham developer revealed the Suicide Squad game will be announced on the 22nd of August during the DC fandom event. Earlier reports had suggested that Rocksteady was working on a game centered on DC's Suicide Squad. The report centered on domains that had appeared to have been registered in relation to the game. Registered domains included... Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League.com, Suicide Squad Game.com, and Gotham Knights Game.com. And again, you can read the full story over on Eurogamer. So, I mean, what, what was your, your thoughts when you seen seeing this guy? Was it a bit of kind of a, after all the, the months of, of rumors and talk, and, and I mean, years you could say of, of people kind of contemplating what, what uh, Rocksteady could could potentially be working on uh, you know it, it seemed almost an underwhelming reveal to just, just tweet a picture on Twitter Yeah it kind of did, I think there were th-
1: this was the other story I, I just kind of dropped on you, w- with the launch of the Avengers um, closed beta on Playstation for people pre-ordered it and the game played, and we'll talk about that in a sec I thought I think it might have just been a a quick ooh he's a he's a smidge of an opportunity rock steady um superhero game this this might get bot, a bit of a buzz and to be fair i think it did get more of a buzz the, than the um the avengers beta did because i've not really seen much on that apart from the odd thing you know his reactions but i've seen like ooh ooh suicide Squad. this this could be some <laughs> Something very different to what we kind of expect from Rocksteady, because obviously, I don't want to. It kind of is. It's not. I don't think it's bad to say, but the the last three games they've made have been formulaic, and they've pretty much been perfection, apart from too much car in the car in the third one. Um, so it'd be kind of interesting because Suicide Squad to me doesn't scream the same systems as as uh, the Arkham series like I can't really I don't know. Say if you swap between Party Quinn uh, uh, Christ, I'm struggling for people. Dead shot. <laughs> oh my god, it's gone blank. Uh, um and everyone else in the Suicide Squad. It'll be it'll be quite interesting to see how it differs from from the Arkham series because I don't think the dark gritty Jumping around gargoyles, stuff's going to work in Suicide Squad, or in a setting like that. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big comic book reader, but I understand the characters, and I've seen the horrendous shitty film. Um, so it'll be interesting in that regard, but a game coming from Rocksteady, I, I do agree with you, it was a bit strange that they just released a picture, whereas in, an other, in any other year, that would be like the announcement of the year.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, it did seem a, a strange move. I mean, not that it surprises either. We, you know, it, it had been rumored for a while that both this and, um, I'm blanking. Um, Warner Brothers, Marvel, isn't it? Yeah, that that um, did Batman Arkham mm-hmm. Origins. That they're next, uh, they're doing the next Arkham game, and that that will also be revealed um, at the, the DC Fan event. So we kind of expected this to come, but I, I still thought maybe we'd get kind of a, a trailer on on YouTube and on other uh, kind of media sites or, or something on those lines. Um, but nonetheless, as you said, it's not like it's had a, a detrimental effect because people are, are still straight away taking notice. You know, I've seen on, on social media, you know, people, people are quite, quite excited about this because obviously, as, as you said, Rocksteady have, you know, made a stellar trilogy of games. P- people love them. They may have to criticism, as you said, particularly the third one, uh, that, that those uh, Batmobile levels weren't, uh, the most fun, but uh, mm-hmm. we, we won't go into that. It was a while ago now. Um, but I so nonetheless, you know, people are going to be excited whether you know it was just a, a simple line of text or an image or or whatever. You know, people were gonna gonna be looking at this. They they were going to be excited, and I'm sure a lot of people are looking forward to that that full reveal on on August twenty second. Although I do think. We're probably unlikely to see a lot of Suicide Squad because that's been the talk from the industry mm. insiders all along. That this is further off. It's a, it's a, it's been made as a next-gen title, mm-hmm. so that that seems to me to indicate that it, it's at least a couple of years, possibly away. Mm. Whereas obviously the next Batman Arkham game was more a, a title to straddle. The generations, like I wouldn't be surprised if that's announced to be coming this fall, and then you Ooh. know, kind of PS4, PS5 my, type of thing. My so. wallet
1: can't handle this. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, what, what what do you think? Kind of moving it away from the rock steady game. I mean, August twenty second. I mean, it gives us someone else to talk about on the podcast because if we've got the couple DC games maybe they can add the other all of titles in there might be a bit of a stretch, but looks like August 22nd's a date in our, in our diary now. Um, what, what do you have, what do you expect for the, um, the Arkham game itself?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I was, you know, I've, I've said it on the podcast before that, uh, Batman Arkham Origins gets, you know, kind of a hard time. And and I don't think that's just, you know, it, obviously it was a different developer, um, there was different voice actors involved, with the premise being that it's you know a younger Joker, or a younger Batman. But I, I very much enjoyed it. I, I thought they did justice to the Arkham moniker. Is it the weakest of the the four Arkham games, or you know, for not including the uh, handheld title, po- quite possibly. Mm. But does I don't that think mean it's, it's much worse than Night? To be fair. Yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 didn't think it was a bad game at all. Like I thought it was a real, you know, I'd, let's say a nice seven out of ten, seven and a half yeah, out of ten, I'd possibly. Um, I, I enjoyed it, and you know, I, it was their first go at the, at, at the, um, the series. Yeah, I'm sure they'll, they'll have learned a lot, and they'll, they'll have learned a lot from the, the Arkham, like of, of from Arkham Knight. Obviously, that, that came since. And for that reason, you know, I, I think this... I have no reason to, to doubt that, that this game will be, be better than Origen was. You know, that, that it'll be kind of an evolution of, of, of the the Arkham series. Mm. And for that reason, I, personally, I am excited about this, this game, of seeing this game, almost as much as I am of seeing the Suicide Squad game. And I know that'll be sacrilege to a lot of the... The big rocksteady fans out there, but you know that's that's just my my personal take. Um, so I'll be picking this game up when when the tools come out. I hope it's later this year. Um, but for now, I suppose we can just wait till August twenty second and and get a better look at what we can expect from it. And what's your your thoughts on this one, guy? I guess from what you said earlier, this would be one for you as well that you'll be planning to play.
1: Yes, I will have to take a, a loan out um to afford all this stuff. But yes, I I'd probably pick this up. Depending uh, my my winter gaming is like centered around cyberpunk and the next gen consoles. So if it comes out the same day as them, yeah, I can wait. Um, just to add, the best thing about that is that your iPhone thinks Series is Siri. <laughs> Like uh, um, but yeah, I'm kind of with you. I'm, I'm kind of with you. I'm. It's Batman. It, it's Batman. I prefer, Batman. D- DC is about Batman for me. Right? Like putting a picture of Superman up in the Suicide Squad doesn't really mean that much to me. Superman shit. He's like the most boring superhero ever. And Suicide Squad, as I said earlier, it's. I've only got the the shit film to go off. So yeah, I mean. Rocksteady will sell it to me, and I will buy it because I am one of them whores Um, and I'll enjoy it, and then I, this will make me look stupid. But yeah, I'm more excited, especially considering it looks to be a lot closer than I think. I saw a rumor, um, Suicide Squad probably twenty twenty two, um. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm with you there, but I think focusing just on the Batman game, I think it'll be interesting to, I presume, get away from the Joker. I'm not from too familiar with the Court of Hours comic book, but the Arkham series, all four of the games, have been centred around Batman and Joker pretty much um and obviously he's not in Arkham Knight too much, but he's still the huge part of it. Um being a flashback and stuff like that. So if it if it is a completely Jokerless game that'll be kind of interesting because I think we all love Mark Hamill but if it's a joker that isn't mark hamill it kind of creates its own problem <laughs> if you get what i mean so it'll be interesting to see if they can create new villains um an iconic villains cos we all love mark hamill um but he, if it's hard to match him it's like it's a problem in all industries like well, Jay, Jay Leto was on for a stinker in terms of the films because I, I don't know what the hell that was, but going after um, Heath Ledger, it, it's it's like an impossible task. So I think stuff like that that kind of played in Origins as well. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, do you do you have um, much knowledge of the Court of Owls comic book?
2: Not really. I I know kind of what the Court of Owls is, but I I don't I I haven't read that that particular arc. Um, I would expect that it will be a, a step away from kind of the the Joker. You know, maybe he'll appear in some sort of form, and you know, as he had did in the last game in terms of flashbacks and the like. But um, I I. Yeah, I do think we'll be looking at new villains here, but I'm not too concerned about that for the, the pure fact that when it comes to kind of a, um, a rogue gallery, um, you know, Batman is, is top of the pile in terms of, um, kind of the, the villains that, that, that it has at its disposal. I mean, I think the only thing that comes in any way close is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And obviously I'm a little biased. as <laughs> a big Spider-Man fan, but, I think definitely Batman is, is, is right up there for, for villains. So there's no reason why a, a Batman game can't be top-notch, you know, even without the Joker playing a, a part. And I mean, they, you know, to bring Suicide Squad back into it, I mean, that I think that says it all, but the guts of the villains that Suicide Squad is centred around are Batman villains. So, I mean... Did, uh, could the games even slightly tie into each other would would be quite mm-hmm. interesting you know could there be some of the suicide squad characters the the actors that' be voicing them and you know is it gonna have a somewhat similar art style you know that that could be a bit of fun um I know that'd be again there'd be some rock city fans that are like no oh, keep the the two games completely separate and you know but to to me that's just nonsensical I mean I talked about before on on uh, a previous show how you know rocksteady have had nods to to arkham origins in in the um, in arkham knights so you know they clearly do acknowledge that game and i'm i'm sure they they feel that um the studio did a good job of carry, carrying on their moniker so i don't think there would be any issue there so it wouldn't it wouldn't completely shock me to see some some sort of crossover between the two games
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. It it wouldn't surprise me either. I mean, Rocksteady don't want to be just become the the Batman um, studio either. So I think it's good for them to let Montreal do it. Obviously, Batman sells, so DC and Warner Brothers games are going to want them to make Batman games. But it doesn't have to be Rocksteady every time. Um, Before we go on to the... uh, PlayStation News, I mean, this kind of linked in with both stories I mentioned at the start of this story. Uh, Marvel Avengers beta, um, have you seen any of it? Because the gameplay to me doesn't look the best.
2: Honestly, I haven't read too much about it myself. I do have a friend who's in the the closed beta at the moment because he he pre-ordered it, and he seems to actually be enjoying it um but i mean he's a very casual gamer he likes what he likes he really loves the superheroes and many superheroes and sports titles that he plays um and i i don't think he'd be as harsh on on certain features of gameplay and, and stuff as as you or i may be um but i i am going to give the the open beta a try once it becomes available mm-hmm. in, in a few weeks um how much i'll play it who knows? Probably want to focus on playing other things, but nonetheless, I'll, I'll give it a try as as a, a Marvel fan. Um, but I still, for me, you know, we we've, we've been saying it all along. You know that this game, there's, there's aspects of it I like the look of, but there's a lot of aspects that that make me kind of take a double take, and it, it is concerning. Um, but hope fully you know kind of appearances are are deceiving here and it it actually turns out to be a quick i mean what's your take on what you've seen so far anthem oh fun
1: (laughs) (laughs) it it looks a lot like anthem like if you put a Marvel skin on anthem it'd look like that like the drop um the loot system is kind of similar like it doesn't drop the loot like, you just open a box, then there's like either a green twinkle on the floor or a purple twinkle on the floor. It's like, it's 2020, guys. <laughs> it's, it's like, this is, it It doesn't look like a AAA game to me. And, hmm. Considering the other successes that the Marvel games have had so far, with obviously Spider Man, Mars Morales is going to sell. Shitloads. um the switch one which name is escaping me um they seem to be all successful and this game i mean i don't think it's had the greatest way of life just the reveal kind of got laughed at it kind of looks like a fun game but it doesn't look like the quality game you'd expect it to be considering who's making it and the o the the Overlord company that is behind it, but maybe maybe Disney haven't learned the lessons from the Star Wars one I, I suppose.
2: Yeah, that's that's just it. Um, I mean the the unfortunate reality is not every game that comes from from Marvel is, is going to be of of the quality of Spider Man, um and that's just the, the truth for any license really i mean that they can do their best you know kind of license holder to to instigate some form of quality control um but nonetheless you you, you can't account for for everything and, and ultimately the, the the company that's developing and publishing the game is is Going to have the the real say there. That's not to say that Avengers is bad, or you know, we haven't played it. Yeah, we we can't speak for. it But it's just you know we can only go on kind of what what we've seen so far. And as I said, there does seem to be some some things that are eye catching for the wrong reasons. Um, but but hopefully, as I said, we're we're proven wrong on on mm-hmm. those initial impressions. And, and I'm sure we'll both play the the open beta when it becomes available. Uh, in the the next few weeks
1: and then we can have a proper chat about it Um, last news story then I don't know why this is news I thought this would kind of be expected considering Sony own the rights to Spider-Man but he's going to be a Playstation exclusive which I kind of expected if if he was going to be in the game
2: yes so um, I I included this one more so for the the backlash but I'll I'll, um... Read it off, then, and we'll we'll have a little discussion on said backlash. Uh, So, yeah, so Spider-Man is coming to Marvel's Avengers, but as a PlayStation exclusive, and this story initially came from Matt Wales over at Eurogamer, so give that a read if you haven't already. There's good news for Spider-Man fans hoping to see their favorite web slinger in Crystal Dynamics' upcoming Avengers game. Or rather, good news for some Spider-Man fans, at least. He'll be joining the post-launch Hero lineup for free next year, but as a PlayStation exclusive. Confirmation of Spider Man's arrival comes via the PlayStation blog where Crystal Dynamics says it's, quote, hard at work making him just as great on the sticks as he is on the page, end quote. Crystal Dynamics notes it will be celebrating Spider Man's arrival in the PlayStation versions of Marvel's Avengers next year with a special in game event featuring unique challenges. And again, you can read the full story over on Eurogamer. So, yeah. Spider-Man's a PlayStation exclusive, and people are not happy. I mean, I, I think also some people are surprised that he's not coming till next year. It it, it seems a strange move to ha- not have the the most popular Marvel character available in the game at launch. But th- I suppose that's a, another topic altogether. But I mean, as a, a primary Xbox player guy, I mean, what what's your thoughts on this? Because I mean, it's it's you that this news is affecting. Um, I'm not too bothered,
1: really. Like, it's kind of what I expected. Like, if I think it'd make more sense if they launched with Spider-Man, as you say. Then it makes more sense. But to just kind of release him as DLC in a year's time, let's be honest. regard Even if it's a brilliant game, in a year's time, it's probably going to be at least half dead. Um it doesn't really bother me, I don't get the backlash, like, it'd be nice for Xbox, or PC, or Switch, to get a, an exclusive character, to kind of balance it out, but, I don't know, if they add. I'm not even sure what the launch cast is, but say if they add Vision, or Wolverine, or whatever, some X-Men characters, or Fantastic Four, or whatever, they're probably too big to be exclusive, but, it, just, yeah, it doesn't really bother me, like, Spider Man's the most political thing in Disney Sony. So it they, they don't really matter. Like it's not it's not Crystal Dynamics decision to make it exclusive, it's Sony, they own the rights. Why why wouldn't they make it exclusive? If if Microsoft owned the rights to a character that was in comic books, I wouldn't want him on Playstation. Um it, it's just just the way it is. Just the way it is, and I couldn't I couldn't really give a toss. But Just releasing it as DLC is a bit strange. As you said, as we said in the first story as well, Spider-Man's the, maybe not in terms of the new generation with the MCU and stuff like that, but people who grew up our age, Spider-Man's the biggest Marvel one because of the cartoon. People who grew up with comics, he's probably the best comics, got the best villains, etc. But we we grew up with the 90s cartoon, didn't we? (laughs) That was like, that and X men with the two best cartoons on TV. So to ha- not have that eh. It's a bit strange, but I suppose Spider Man's got it's pretty much gonna have one and a half games exclusive, like full on full games, not not as kind of one second well not secondary, but side piece character in a in an ensemble. So hmm doesn't really affect me either way.
2: Yeah, I understand where you're coming from, and personally, I was a little surprised because we just simply because we haven't seen this before. Now, that's you know, we it's not like we've had uh, kind of a massive multi-platform Marvel game for for some time. But you know, there is the likes of um, you know Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, and Spider Man was would have been available on that um, on sure. on the Xbox version sure. as well. So. So uh, I just we had no priors for this, but I, I suppose given that you know kind of the complicated ownership of of Spider-Man's rights, um, with, with Sony owning kind of the movie rights, it, it does make it you can see why Sony would be keen to have um Spider-Man as a, a PlayStation e- exclusive character, and um, so obviously that that had some some sway in in terms of of this um coming to pass um, so I suppose uh, in a way a lot of Xbox fans are probably just going to look at it that way and say well look you know, it was unavoidable because of the the situation with the rights but I'm, I'm sure some will be nonetheless disappointed because as you said particularly people kind of of our age and, and a bit older would have kind of grown up watching that cartoon mm. and reading the comics and the likes and, and Spider-Man would be one of, if not their favourite characters. I'm sure they'll be very disappointed that they, they won't get to play as him. But that said, let's be honest, this is a Destiny, anthem type game where you're playing as a multitude of characters. There are some Marvel characters that have some overlap with Spider-Man in terms of kind of how they play and... Uh, Like, well, how they are in general in the comics and that. So you'd imagine in the game, there's going to be some crossover in terms of how they play. So I'm sure, inevitably, there will be a character added that will play exactly like (laughs) Spider-Man, and that will be available on Xbox as well. So, Venom. I mean... (laughs) Maybe, or or, you know, or if completely if the Spider-Man licenses are tied up, there there will be someone else. I'm sure introducing new Um, new hero, Spider Dude. (laughs) Yeah. So you know, I'm I'm sure people will get at least experience playing as Spider-Man, even if it doesn't look like Spider-Man. That that would be my. I I feel that's a, a safe bet. Um. So. You know, with, with where there's a will, there's a way, I suppose. Um, but it, uh, I can I can certainly see why there has been somewhat of a backlash, certainly, you know, given kind of just the, the status of Spider-Man as a character.
1: Mm. I suppose this is the first triple A, or we presume triple A. I mean, going off the gameplay, I kind of said it didn't look like it, but it's perceived to be triple A, and I assume so by Disney and Sony as well um marvel v capcoms not really that spider-man games of the past weren't really that like um the film game the film games are great but they're just on playstation as well Um, apart from like the amazing spider-man and stuff which i owned on xbox um and yeah maybe it's just i mean they had um they have a deal with Sony anyway, didn't they? because it was shown originally on was it their last e three or a state of play it was on something um but I think they I think it's one of them deals with Sony regardless of the spider man stuff, so yeah it just makes sense but um it's a bit strange as exclusive, but I don't think anyone cares too much but um yeah i think I think you're right they'll there'll be a as I say, Spider Dude in there somewhere <laughs> for Xbox and um, Switch, etc. Um, let's move. Let's move on to the state of play then. I mean, we we got overall thoughts earlier. Crash Bandicoot, Carl, first game. I mean, you're not, you're not the Crash one on this, but I've asked I've asked the question. Now, I've got to start with you.
2: Yeah, so it was a, I think it was a noteworthy title to start with, given Crash's history on the PlayStation platform. Um, as I've said before, like, th- this game looks good. It's not what I'm likely to play because, you know, as, as we know, I'm more of a, more of a Spyro man. You oh, know, when they man. announced Spyro 4. You know, I'll 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 be the the one kind of uh, leading the hype train, you know. But I'll let you know leave you as as conductor on on, the, on this one for now. Um, but it looks it looks good, you know. They're they're sticking to that kind of classic crash gameplay, but they're kind of giving it a nice new coat of paint you know, kind of there's a lot more to the gameplay in terms of, like, you can get the different masks, as we've seen revealed, some slow times, some kind of make different aspects of the world, phase in and out. Um, You've also got, obviously, the inverted mode, which I think they, they indicated they kind of collaborated with Beanox in, which kind of gives the game a, a level of, of replayability and, and making each level play different than it did in your first playthrough. So, I think it, it, it's it's what you would expect from a Crash um, sequel. You know they they don't want to try and do something different because that's what Crash games did in the past. You know after you know post Naughty Dog and people didn't always take to them. Um, so I think they're they're playing it safe in a way, but it's 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 a it's a smart approach in in my mind. I mean, what's your your take as a Crash fan?
1: It looks fun. It looks like more Crash and that's kind of what that's kind of what you want from these games. Like <clears throat> obviously Mario's king of this um genre, that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, <clears throat> and they've kind of perfected the formula of It's the same, but different <laughs> And and this is kinda of what I think Crash needs to do, what Spyro Spyro's a bit different, but Spyro needs to do um I'm trying to think of any other platformer in the world at the board My blinds go blank. But uh they're probably the three main ones. Um and it kinda looks the same. Obviously, I can't remember how many years it's been, but it it's been a god it's been a good few years since um Crash. I'm going to call it free, but is it Cortes Revenge? I think it is. Um and it look it looks different, obviously. You've got Crash and as kind of main characters now. You can play as Cortez. um, Cortex. Why am I saying Cortez? Um, You can play as... Oh, Christ, what's his name? What's the dingo called? Oh, Oh, um, my mind. I am tired, people. That's why my mind's not working. Um, Dingo. Crash. Bandicoot.
2: Dingo Dial.
1: I, I should have figured that out from the dingo bit, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but anyway, it, it looks like the kind of adding more characters, and it, it looks like they're adding a new gameplay because it showed um, him freezing freezing, ta- uh, freezing it with his gun and stuff like that. Where whereas Crash and Coco have to use the masks, uh, Dingo Dial had a he had like a big air gun suck thing, didn't he? <laughs> it was it. It looks like they've just mixed it up a bit, and that's kind of what you want from these games. Like, you still want it to be crash, but it has to be crash in twenty twenty. You can't just keep repeating stuff from the early two thousands and the nineties. Um So I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. I might not get it straight away because as I mentioned earlier, it's it's gonna be an expensive End of the year. Considering there's probably games that haven't even been announced that are coming out early yet in the, in the winter, so it might be one I have to wait for. Maybe may maybe a sale in you know, in the early next year, but I'll get it at some point. But it, it's more Crash, and that's what you want. But I really, I just really want Crash Tag Team Racing. I, I just
2: want Tag Team Racing. I think you'll probably get it. I'm sure there'll be a you know after the the remake. And how well it's done. I'm sure there'll be a sequel to that as well. I think I think Crash is gonna be a constant for a while in terms of both his platformers and his, his car racers I'd I'd, I'd hazard I guess. I hope so. It's due. To be honest, I might I haven't even
1: played the new the remake of Spyro, no It's always on sale. Might have to pick it up. I am looking for a single player game, but we'll talk about that at the end. Um <clears throat> we'll move on. Um Hitman 3, we, we've seen this um earlier in the year. Uh I bought I bought um one and two on the back of it and I enjoyed them. <clears throat> I still need to finish two actually. Um but Hitman, and when you're half paying attention to the state of play, and then you see first person Hitman, you get excited, and then you notice it says PSVR in the bottom corner car.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, it was a very, very quick uh, showing of, of Hitman 3. Um, I suppose they just want to keep, keep us reminded that it is coming early next year. And they, they went on then to reveal that, um, it'll be playable in VR as will the, the first two games. And I, I think it's, you know, given the, the style in which these Hitman games have been released, they're, they're, somewhat episodic in, in, in terms of how the content comes out and you know rather than being it, it, it doesn't although they're you know it's hitman it's hitman 2 it's hitman 3 they, they don't even feel like sequels they almost feel like more of the same so i, I think that's quite fitting that they've gone back and they're going to give this vr treatment to, to the previous two games as well um I can't see, you know. You said you'd you'd like to be able to to play Hitman in the in first person. You know, I I can't see why they might wouldn't make that function available. You know, on top of the VR. True. I mean, now that's just my opinion, but I, I don't think it would 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 take all that much. And if that's that's something, it's kind of the middle ground between the third person and, and the, the VR. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if that is a feature in the games, uh, at least in the third one, you know, once that comes out. So I, I wouldn't be disheartened quite, quite yet, yeah, but I think it's a cool idea for VR. I mean, I think that's what, especially in terms of PS VR, that's, that's what works best. Um, in in terms of games, is is often when they take an existing game uh, or kind of formula of a game and adapt it for VR rather than trying to to reinvent the the wheel. Um, so I think it is um it's a good idea for for IO Interactive to to pursue VR with the the Hitman series alongside, obviously, just developing the game for for regular gameplay. Um, so I'll be very intrigued to see kind of how the the VR is received when when it launches. Uh, I'd assume alongside Hitman 3 mm. uh, early next year.
1: I mean, in this state of play, I mean my two favourite things from it probably got two VR things. i mean, discounting Crash as well, but two VR things are probably my favourite thing from a state of play. It's a bit it's a bit strange. Considering I thought it'd be a gimmick, but maybe, maybe the soldier on with it. Um, <clears throat> Braid Anniversary Edition, this seems like bigger news to other people than me, but it seemed to be a cult game, that's what I'm looking for.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, I'm familiar with Braid um, because it was kind of one of the first notable indie games back on the Xbox 360, which obviously was kind of the initial platform where, where indies became notable i mean you know I, I think of braid almost hand in hand with limbo because they came out at a, a similar time and, and my friend would have had them both and it was him who introduced me to both games now he played through braid and finished it and you know loved it um i played around i got it myself and played around with it a bit i never finished it though um but you could. it is a very you know I. our, our in terms of its its art, you know, it is quite visually kind of eye catching. Like it, it, it very much uh, that it's, it's great little two D art uh, style. Um, and obviously that they're, they're they're kind of enhancing that further with the the anniversary edition. It looks looks even. Nicer than it did the the first time, and I mean, for me, there'd be no reason why they couldn't just re-release the the original game. I'm sure it'd still do do fairly well on on more recent platform because it 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 is a nice looking game, you know. I think the art style is almost timeless, um, which often is the case with 2D games in, when compared to 3D games. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's a, it's a nice little puzzle platformer. It it got a lot of traction at the time, partly because of a video of, um, I don't know if you recall, of, of Soldier Boy playing it with his friends and just laughing at just dying and reversing time <laughs> over and <laughs> over again. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, to, 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 the game doesn't have to rely on, on Soldier Boy giving it, <laughs> it It sold itself and um, because it is a quality title. And I'm sure there are fans of of the kind of the the earlier release of the game and and fans of this this genre that might, might have never gotten around to it that that will be interested in this one and, and pick it up when it comes out next year.
1: Yeah, it's me. It's like me and a crash for other people. Um, this next game got quite a lot of time, and I can see the see the appeal of it but it didn't really do much for me personally, and that's the Pathless, which, if you don't remember what it was, people, it's the one where there was someone running really fast, shooting arrows at stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, this game um, was revealed a while back for PlayStation 4, and then it kind of went quiet on it for a while. And then after the last PlayStation 5 event it was kind of re-revealed for PlayStation 5 as like a, a press release um, alongside another game and the other game is, is kind of escaping my mind but um, particularly with the Pathless, you know, there were, there were a lot of suggestions at the time like that that was supposed to be in the event but just you know, was, was caught due to time um, and kind of given the, the um, coverage it was given in this state of play, that would lend some credence to that that suggestion um that it's kinda of like we, we couldn't have you in the last event but we're gonna give you a nice, nice um run time in this one because I think alongside Crash and, and Godfall it was probably one of the the games that got mm. the, the most coverage um and and the most that was shown. I mean I I'd almost echo what you said. I mean I, I think the game looks beautiful. Like it's you know it's really stunning visually but then the gameplay just kind of looks empty to me Mm -hmm. it it seems like one of those games that's almost trying to be journey but i i think journey was kind of lightning in a bottle a one-off thing i don't think you can emulate that um now obviously it's a little bit more action packed than than journey would have been but nonetheless you know it, it does give me those vibes of of. um and I'm not going to say copycat because, you know, in reality, you can say any game is a copy of another game. They're all inspired by each other. Uh, I suppose the only game that can say it's not a copy is, is Pong. And even then it is a copy because it's a copy of tennis in real life. So there oh, you go. You. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's probably not for me. This game, uh, same as yourself, but that's not to say if it comes out and it gets rave reviews and it's getting nines out of tens across the board and you know, people are saying it's a must play game, but I won't go out and, and play it. Uh, obviously I would. Um, so I suppose it's it's just a wait and see on this one, but it, it does visually, it looks, looks um, it looks quite, quite stunning and I'm sure it'll, it'll take full advantage in, in that sense of uh, kind of the, the increased visual prowess of the the PS5.
1: Yeah, I I agree with everything you said there. Um, I I quite like the way you were doing it. Pretty, but empty. Um, We could maybe... I'm not going to say skip, but there's a lot we could quickly cover
2: here. Spelunky 2? Anything to add? I never... I played Spelunky... Wasn't my kind of game, but obviously it's a, it's one of those indie titles that you know, similar to to Braid, and and even on a, a higher level, I'd say it's you know it's it's anonymous with the with with indie titles. People love Spelunky. I'm sure those people are extremely. Happy that it's 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 gotten a release date of September fifteenth and they'll be looking forward to, to playing that one and, and uh more power to them. That's that's pretty much all I can say on Spelunky too. It looks like it
1: pissed me off. <laughs> that's all I can say for that. Um Genshin Impact.
2: Looks like your your typical um, action RPG, and obviously I'm a fan of of RPGs, as as has been well established on this uh, this podcast. But I wasn't particularly aware of this one. Um, it's it's one maybe I'll have to look into a, a bit more myself. But I, I, mean, it looks like it's imminent because they they gave kind of a release window of autumn 2020, and we pretty much out of autumn now. So well on the way, anyway. So. Um, I'd say it won't be too long before this one comes out, but I mean, it was really just a, a trailer. Um, all we can really gauge is that it is uh, an action RPG. So I'll, I'll, I'll look more into this one. Maybe it might be one that's that's for me. Aeon must die.
0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: It was a great trailer. Um, I mean, I, I still don't know what it is. Is it a it's kind of a 2d action game is it a fighting game you know at times it looks like a fighting game um but it's really cool um looking trailer obviously it's coming out in 2021 i'm sure more kind of will come about this one in the the coming months um i I liked what i've seen in in terms of a visual sense but it'd be nice to get kind of a better idea of what the gameplay was i mean did you have any thoughts at all on that one pretty much just got to
1: echo what you said really um pretty, but God knows what it is. Oh, uh, Christ. Um, Anno
2: Mutationum? That saying that? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah, um, let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, this one just looks like your kind of typical stylistic 2D side-scroller action title. I mean, you know, it'd be kind of it's been like a trend to release these kind <laughs> games in the last, say, three, four years. And now we have an absolute abundance of them. If you, if you'd log on to the um, PlayStation Store or the, uh, the Switch Store or anything, you could, you can find a, you know, a pile of them. And, and I suppose some stand above others. I suppose it's too early yet to say where, where this one will, will stand in, in the, um, hierarchy of the, these kind of titles. I mean, it, it looks nice in in terms of its visuals, but I think this is kind of, for me, it'll be kind of a wait and see, see if there's, for right now, it's it's not something that would be on my radar, but if it comes out, and it, I do like those kind of games, but as I said, because there's just simply so many and you can't play them all, but if it gets kind of high praise and, and, and people recommend it, it, it could be one I could certainly check out. I mean, any thoughts yourself on that one? No, it's pretty much the same for me. I mean, it
1: looks like I know it might only be on PlayStation, but I'd call it a Game Pass game. It's not something you actively looked about unless it really is your niche. But if you saw it, you'd go, "I'd play that." I'd play that if there was, um, if it came on. Is it PS now or or what's PlayStation's version of the game with gold? You just get three games a month, don't you?
2: <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, the it used to be called like the Instant Games Collection, but now it's just kind of your PS Plus games. That's the one, PS Plus. That's what I'm looking for. Um,
1: if That's kind of how I'd see myself playing it. So if it's not a PlayStation exclusive, not everything on here was PlayStation timed exclusive, was it?
2: No, no. I think most of these are just standard kind of, cross-platform except for the ones we kind of knew about before that are kind of timed exclusives like, well, Godfall is apparently a full-on exclusive for now, Mm -hmm. but I I do think it's going to be revealed for, for Xbox down the road. And I think the pathless is a timed exclusive, at least, or possibly a full on exclusive. But I'm pretty sure everything else we see. Oh, and Bug Snacks obviously is a timed exclusive. But I think everything else we've seen, um, will be, um, available likely to, you know, day and date on Xbox. Um, look, oh, Control, obviously they, we'll get to that in a moment, mm. but I think that's also, um, the DLC is a, is a timed exclusive. But most of it, I think, there's, there's no kind of exclusivity there.
1: Cool. Um, it still begs the question why this event was made. I suppose I know why it's made, to avoid releasing the price of the PS5, but it still seems very pointless, because not much of it's exclusive. Um, you mentioned bug
2: snacks there. Bug snacks? Yeah, I mean <laughs> this game just has like a, a bizarre it's almost become a cult game even though it's not even out yet. Um I I think partly that it comes down to the to the song, which a lot of people enjoy. Um, but it was nice to finally know what Snacks is, because I think I remember us discussing the last PlayStation event, and you know we were kind of him and on about what it might actually be, and now it looks like it's a it's a first person game um and the aim of the game seems to be to capture these bug snacks um so at least we know what kind of game it is because I, I, it, it almost annoys me when you see a game revealed and people get really hyped about it, and you're like, "But what is it? You know, what is? It's a video game. You know, gameplay is is key. Um, so we know what it is now. It's definitely not one for me, but clearly <laughs> it is one for a lot of people. Um, you know, given you know the for starters, those who are big fans of of obviously Octodad, the, the last game, and um, you know the the people who who have been kind of had their eye caught by the the reveal for the game, but it's it's definitely not one I'm going to be playing. What, what about you, guy? Would you be catching bug snacks in the, in holiday 2020? No, <laughs> um,
1: I can see the appeal. But no, I, no, (laughs) it it just, uh, you're catching animals that look like food. I I, I don't get it. I don't get it. To be honest, when I was watching the Rea trailer, I thought, I was like, is this their version of Grounded? And then it it wasn't. (laughs) It was just, it was just very, not me, I'd say. Um... I kind of alluded to it earlier, um a Star Wars VR series, Vader Immortal. I mean, this is kind of what you want VR for, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it looks looks pretty cool to me. Um, you know, it was probably might be like the the most eye catching thing of the whole mm. uh state of play to me. Um I I'm still yet to to play VR. I you know I, I know a few people who have VR headsets, and I keep kind of him and and possibly going over and and giving them a try. And I mean, it this isn't likely going to be like a, a full on game. I, I think almost the uh, you know a Star Wars VR series. I mean the, that to me suggests kind of smaller titles. And but like when you think about kind of VR and, and the popular VR titles, I mean the arc, Batman Arkham VR mm. is often one that pops up, and that was a very small experience. But if you can get a small experience right in VR, you know, that's that's massive, you know, because I don't think people play VR for hours on end anyway. I, don't, I think a lot of people will get sick if they attempted to do so. So those smaller experiences can, can be where it's at. And if this offers kind of that a, a quality kind of bite size experience of, of Star Wars and VR, I think it'll do really well. And and from what we've seen, I think if, if it controls well, it, it could be a lot of fun to play. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably... I'm not going to
1: get PSVR, but if I could borrow it off someone, I, I'm with you there, probably this would be what I'd borrow it for. Um... You mentioned it earlier, um, Control Expansion Two, or um, not? Well, it's not something I've played. I think I'm, I don't think I've played Remedy games. But again, if Re- if Remedy make the games you like, you'll probably like fight
2: me for saying I've not played one. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Remedy have, you know, that they have their following. I mean, there's people who love Alan Wake and, and Control particularly. I mean, that game did really well. It was kind of crit- critically acclaimed. Um, You know, I, I have friends that, that have played it and, and swear by it. They they love the game. I just, I, I meant to give it a try. I meant to pick it up and give it a try, but I, I just never got around a to it. Although that said, Control is being re-released for, for playstation 5 and xbox series x so you know i might get that kind of chance to give it a try second time around when it comes to to, to the next gen consoles and and i'll likely wait for it at, at this stage because i, I may as well um, but it's kind of cool that with, with expansion 2 all that they're they're kind of tying in alan wake to control and they've confirmed that control and alan wake kind of take place in almost like a remedy cinematic universe yes
3: uh,
2: which is pretty cool cuz you know it, it makes sense given the the kind of studio remedy are um you know no I have no kind of doubts that um just just as the main game was was quality that the, this expansion will be quality and and it is a, a timed exclusive for PlayStation because I recalled there was a little backlash at the, the time that these DLCs were going to be timed for PS4, but I doubt Xbox fans will have to wait too long to get their hands on it.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um,
2: Auto-chess. Yeah, this was interesting. <laughs> like, I mean, I I was like... Yeah. When I heard this, I was like, why is that so familiar to me? And I was kind of racking my brain trying to think. And then I I realized that Auto Chess was initially a mod that kind of um, generated from Dota. um, And kind of people have gone and and made their own games out of it, such as as this one, which which comes from a Chinese developer, Dragonest. And I believe this is a free-to-play title. Um, and it's coming, obviously, October thirty first. You know, the 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 auto chess games definitely have their own little audience. They're, they're never going to be the the biggest sub genre, um, but nonetheless, you know, people who like those kind of games, you know, chess and strategy games, are, are likely to enjoy this one. So I'm sure they'll jump on it. I mean, is it one at all that that catches your interest? I mean, kind of. Now that you've said it's free. <laughs>
1: Um, it's one of them games you'd play while something else is downloading, if you get what I mean. Yeah, everyone has that. Yeah. like Fallout Shelter is probably the best one I can think of, but I have like, um, it's not feeding frenzy, but it's similar to feeding frenzy. It's it's like a shark game. I think it was on phone first, but I've got one of them to play whilst I was downloading. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it it is what it is, really. Um, people will play it because it's free, but it won't be that big, I don't think. Uh, that's well, it. it little carve
2: yeah. out its own little audience. Yeah. Um, and that's all it really needs to do when it, when it comes to these kind of games. It's funny you say that it's the kind of game you'd play, uh, kind of while waiting for another game to download because not, not so long ago, I was in a friend's house and we were waiting for a game to download to his PC. And while waiting, we were, we played a, a multiplayer game of, Actual chess on his PC. <laughs> so um it <laughs> could well go. work for that purpose. There you go. Um The
1: Pedestrian. Um I literally just looked at the YouTube thing there because I could not remember it. Yes. It's a
2: puzzle game. Yes. <laughs> it's again it's it's not one that personally appeals to me. But i'm well aware that those kind of games are are, are very popular um with, with uh, the, their own group of fans i mean are you are you a puzzle game person guy no
1: <laughs> i mean so- <laughs> I won't say no definitively like it's rare that you'll play a puzzle game because it's a very very niche but it's I, I just don't see who Get an Xbox and stuff to play a puzzle game, or a PlayStation, because obviously it's more popular. But it it just seems strange to me. Again, it's one of them games. If it was free, you'd play it. But I'm not going to spend money on it.
2: No, I I I, I understand. I, I, it's unlikely to be a game that will uh, appeal to me. But you know, obviously, it 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 will have its audience. These kind of games often do. Um, you know, some, sometimes people, I, I know people who like to play kind of puzzle games almost as like a, a palette cleanser between playing kind of larger, mm. more action orientated titles. It, yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I know this game has, you know, I have seen its name crop up a few times and, and there does seem to be certainly an interest in it. Um, so I'm sure it'll certainly find its, its audience when it comes out in January 2021. Um, I think it was announced uh, like it was geared as a PS4 title, but I'm sure obviously it, it will come to PS5 or at the very least it's going to, you know, kind of be forwards compatible with PS5 because all, obviously all games certified after a certain date had to be anyway. And I yeah. assume that, that. This falls under that, so it'll be interesting to see kind of how it reviews when it comes out early next year.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Um, next game I completely forgot happened, but this was probably my main takeaway from it watching it live is Hood Outlaws and Legends. A re a kind of retelling of the Robin Hood myth legend, whatever the hell. It's not something we've seen in a game to my knowledge, but it looked like an interesting concept. And I thought it was a PlayStation exclusive whilst watching, and it's not because I just watched the trailer again. Um, It's interesting. If it comes out in a, let's say, a summer spot, I could see myself buying this.
2: Yeah, no, it, it does. It, it look, it's an interesting game. Um, You know, it's kind of a, one of those PvP VE games you know you know the player versus player but also versus the environment um it, it looks like it, it strikes me as a, as a game you could definitely have some fun with you know if, if you have some friends that are playing it as well um and it looks like they're you know sumo digital are, are putting a lot into it and it's no obviously it's not a playstation exclusive but it's no surprise that it, it got um. Revealed at a PlayStation event because, see, Sumo Digital have some history with Sony. They're currently developing um, Sackboy's Big Adventure. They have a lot of teams that 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 uh, have kind of contributed to to a lot of Sony titles in in recent years. And you know there there has been rumors at times that that Sony could potentially purchase them. Um, so I'm. It makes a lot of sense, as I said, to have the reveal during this event, and it's it looks it's an intriguing game. I'd I'd be very interested in kind of seeing more on it and and seeing kind of more of a, you know kind of direct gameplay. Um, but on paper, it certainly sounds like a game that could be a lot of fun, a lot of fun to play with a, a group of friends. I mean, and I guess that that was your takeaway and why mm-hmm. it's going to catch your eye.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, it's. Uh... It's just it's just kind of cool. It's just what you kind of want. Um, and obviously this will be out next gen because it's 2021. But it'll be interesting to see a more in-depth look at it, really, and how it works. Because, um, I mean, any game like that, you kind of do get Assassin's Creed vibes from it, I suppose. But it'll be kind of cool to see how it works in terms of the PvP stuff.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think it's one you're going to have to see in in action, and I think sometimes with these kind of games, um, there is that concern, uh, you know, kind of, ha- will will they be be tied in terms of of how they play? Because there has been, and I know it's not directly like these games, but there there has been games that are somewhat similar, like Friday the Thirteenth and mm. Predator Hunting Grounds. Um, that have a, 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 what I would assume would be a, a, a similar gameplay type um, that haven't always played very smoothly. So I think it's definitely one you're going to have to see more on and, and kind of see how it is. I'm sure there'll be, wouldn't be surprised if it gets kind of a beta uh, closer to, yeah. to release. Um, so that'll be something to potentially get in on and, and kind of see, see, see exactly how it plays. But I'm, I'm certainly, you know, like yourself, I'm, I'm intrigued by this one.
1: Temtem, we knew it was coming to console, um, I think it was meant to come to console this year, if I remember reading the, um, strategy map thing they had, um, but obviously with COVID and stuff, it might have got pushed back a bit, or I might just be wrong, um, but Temtem, I mean, it's Pokemon, but it's Pokemon that you don't have to play on Nintendo, um, and that's probably what we've wanted for our entire lives, Kel.
2: Yeah, I mean, I remember this when this one came out in early access on Steam, you know, got a lot of traction, a lot of coverage on YouTube, and I, I watched a kind of a few gameplays of it, and it does look, you know, it's, it looks really solid. Yes, it looks like it has copied a hell of a lot from Pokemon. Um, but as I said earlier, every game copies something from another game. You know, there's no real complete originality anymore. And when it is a game, if it's done well and it's, it's completely original, it tends to blow up. Um, so the, I'm not knocking, you know, the, the developers at all for for that. And uh, you know, as as you said, if if you know, we have a lot of people have wanted this for a long time, and a lot of people have wanted Pokemon to be Completely online multiplayer for for a long time, and and that's what what ten appears to be, or at least will be once it's it's complete. Um, we knew it was coming to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, but you know, obviously, I don't think it had been officially confirmed for PS5 and Xbox One yet, and obviously, it now has been, or Xbox One, Xbox Series X, rather. Um, we'll get used I'm to it not, one day. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully when we we finally get a release date or, or that it'll it'll start to, to click in, into the the uh, regular speech. Um, but no, I, I I really like the look of Temtem, and it's definitely something I could see myself picking up and and playing with my friends. Um, be you know just as we would with a, a, a Pokemon game. So I was I was happy to see this one get a little little time in the, lime, the the limelight. I mean, what was your take? Can't wait. I want to play this game so fucking much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, again, it might have to come in like a unique release window to kind of get the attention it is, dependent on what comes up next year obviously, but... If they, again, summer, summer seems to be the lull period for gaming because everything else is getting shown, so there's not much getting released. If it comes out next summer, I think it could be the hit of the summer, really. Um, It just looks like, as I said, Pokemon for non Nintendo, it's what we want. It's the games that we want. (laughs) And obviously, it's kind of, it'll be, it's kind of had its teething, or. Still in its teething period on PC, so hopefully the console ports are are more polished whenever they come out. But you can be patient with games like these because it looks like it's big, it looks like it'll expand. Um, and that's what we want. Hopefully, it's something new because, as as you say, there's been Pokemon clones and stuff that have kind of fell flat on the face. But it might be a bit disrespectful to call it a Pokemon clone, but. If if this turns into a franchise, it's what we want. We don't we don't want just Pokemon making the same game every few years and I no, I haven't finished it, but I think Sword and Shields were not exactly the best for, as you of know, the Pokemon games. Um I think it's fair to say. So hopefully Temtem comes out, it at least makes Pokemon up their game because that's what we want. We want people making better games because there's pressure on them. And I don't mean like crunch and all that jazz, but if Temtem's a success, hopefully Pokemon up
2: their game. That's probably what I want to say. Yeah, no, that that could certainly be the case. I mean, if if you know if, if Temtem does well, could that could that put pressure on you know Game Freak and Nintendo to to finally release the the kind of full on online you know MMO RPG uh, of the Pokemon series that 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 people have wanted for for a long time, and that obviously. Um, the um the, the more re- the recent Pokemon titles were kind of a somewhat of a half step or a quarter step more more accurately towards. Uh, so it, it will be interesting in that sense to to see kind of how Temtem does itself and what kind of knock on effect that has in terms of future po the development of future Pokemon games. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, for some reason, Temtem. Sounds like a chocolate bar to me. Do you know what, is that just me? Yes, <laughs> yes it is. Oh <laughs> uh,
1: Christ! I'm not sure what ten ten means to me now. Certainly not a dumb chocolate bar. Uh, um, the biggest part of the show was the Godfall gameplay. I'll explain my my view on it first, Carl. But it kind of didn't really add anything to me like we've not seen like a big long gameplay thing like this from the game but it's just given me the same vibes we already had from like the the dubstep trailer like it's just what i expected like i don't see that i didn't see the need for like a long gameplay demo because we kind of saw what type of game it was in the trailers we've already seen so it's not really added much for me to this game it's kind of what i thought it was a hack and slash. But
2: next gen Hawkins Yeah, I mean, I, I'd echo that. I mean, you know, we I think when it was first kind of we, we knew about it, but we didn't quite know how how it played. But then we we were shown that, and I mean, we were satisfied in knowing what kind of game it was. And I, I don't really think today's showing added anything at all. I mean, it was just kind of going through the the weapon types and and how your combats styles differ when you use different weapons, but I mean it's not like that's that's groundbreaking for games, we've, we've seen that in in games, I mean straight away when they're shown it, it kind of made me think of Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning quite possibly because I'm very excited about the, the remaster of that game <laughs> that's coming out next month, but that had a similar kind of approach and diff, using different weapons, kind of slightly changed how you fight, and th- this seems to be somewhat similar Now obviously this is we're talking years later. It's somewhat an, an evolution of that, but we've seen it in a lot of different games that that kind of mechanic over over the years. So it's it's nothing new. Um, and like I, I can only say what I've said about this game before. I mean, it, it looks it looks nice. You know, it, it certainly looks pretty. I, I I'm intrigued by the idea of a what they call it, a looter slasher. Is that it? Yeah. Rather than a looter shooter. Yeah. So it is kind of interesting to take that kind of borderlands approach and and put it into more of a kind of third person action game. But I still think I need to see something that that Mm -hmm. this is a must play. Because for now, to me, it's not a must play. Even though, as I I was saying to you earlier when we, we were talking about it, that. On paper, there's a lot about this game i mean it's high fantasy i i do i love looter shooters i'm I'm a big borderlands fan I like games I can kinda just sit down and and play with my my mates. You know, there's a lot of this on paper that I like, but for some reason, the, the showings of this game just, just aren't catching my interest, and I just can't quite put my finger on what on why. I mean, what about you? I mean, what what's your kind of feeling in, in, in regards to Godfall?
1: Again, it's not really changed from what we saw at the big PlayStation event. I'd play it, but I wouldn't pay... Well, it's going to be 70 quid now. Um, I wouldn't pay full retail for it i'd pay 30 quid for it i'd play it with my mates if they got it and i think we'd enjoy it but at the same time there's all it looks like one of them mmos that are kind of free um i think i played one called blessed unleashed um it kind of looked a bit like that obviously a lot more detailed and stuff like it. that's what it reminded me monster hunter world but obviously a very different setting like i'm the trailer just popped up here because i've kind of let youtube run <laughs> in the background it's kind of po- random randomly popped up thankfully it, it does look a bit like monster hunter world but for next gen but obviously without the monsters uh it's more fantasy and stuff like that which kind of it sounds like everything we're saying here sounds great but whilst i'm watching the footage i'm just like Meh. <laughs> like, the way we're describing it, this would be like a Game of the Year contender, but what you see, it's just like... It looks fine, but there's nothing saying, I need to play this game.
2: Yeah, definitely. Like, I have no doubt it's going to be a solid game, Um, but it just... You know, especially... I don't know what it is, but... Oftentimes, when a game is an exclusive, or not necessarily, you know, just being exclusive, because there's plenty of small titles that are exclusives, and you know, they they never set the world alight. But generally, when a AAA game is an exclusive, that status of exclusivity comes with a level of expectation, and mm. and it's almost unfair in in many ways. But I mean, we, we judge a game that's exclusive more harsher than a game that's multi part or at least uh, i'm not saying that that's a you know a covers all rule certainly i mean it can often depend on the publisher the developer that kind of thing that there are other factors that that have an impact but i think just in general you know we do so when you've got a game you know that that um kind of launches and let's take um the order um, the, the order 1882, um, yeah. as an example. I mean, when that came out, you know, it was an okay game. I, I played through it. I enjoyed what I played. It only lasted like six hours, but it looked pretty. It can had a cool story. You know, I, I thought it was a solid enough game, but that game was in many ways you know, kind of panned by a lot of people because it was this big AAA exclusive for PlayStation 4. People had that expectation. And, you know, I feel that's inherent in my mind as well when it comes to, to Godfall because at the moment it's been mooted as a, a, an exclusive, albeit a, a third-party exclusive. I have that expectation that it should blow me away and it's, it, it's not doing that. And uh, as maybe that's a reflection on me and on the wider kind of player base in in general in terms of having that weird mindset that you expect more from exclusives because i don't think that should be the way but but it is the way and i I think that Mm. that may be having an impact on how i'm viewing godfather do you do you have any thoughts on that at all
1: i think you're right to be fair because if this was coming to xbox i'd be a hypocritical bitch right now and saying i'd probably buy it (laughs) um but no i think you're right i think the fact that is a PlayStation exclusive. Because when you say a PlayStation exclusive, you're saying game of the year. Y- you're saying this is going to win game of the year. Nothing's going to stop it. But when you watch that, it's like... I'm going to say generic, but it's probably not. It's probably going to be like one of the best of its kind. But it's stuff we've seen. It, 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 generic, it, it's harsh, but I think it's right. Um, but generic's not a bad thing. Um, but as I say, when you say exclusive to to PlayStation you do kind of expect more, like if this was an exclusive to Xbox, you'd kind of go, it's quite fitting, it's multiplayer it's kind of Xbox's niche Um, it'll be on Game Pass, people it'll get a good player base, where if it's Sony, you'll have to pay 70 quid or two, two people have to play 70 quid, because it looks like a game you'd have to play with your mates to get the most out of it, or that's seemingly what I'm looking at. Um, so, yeah, it's... Mm, maybe it's the wrong company. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think I think how you worded it's probably a lot more eloquent than I've put it. But, um, yeah, as I keep saying, I'd play it, but I wouldn't pay for it. I think I've said that a few times in this show. Or I wouldn't pay full price
2: for it. Um, Which I think sums up your uh, your thoughts on on uh, on the, the state of play as a whole in terms of nothing mm. nothing really there wasn't a lot in, in terms of kind of wow moments and you know even as I said there there was um, kind of games I like the look of as I said sort of the the Star Wars VR experience and it sold VR well <laughs> uh, there's two games from VR I'd really want to play at VR. <laughs> So. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Um but no that to me yeah I'd, I'd say um Vader Immortal was probably the, the the highlight for me um which says it all in a way but I I think with a lot of these games you know especially the kind of the indie titles that were shown off it's it's more about a wait and see how they receive which is is often my approach to indies unless it's a particular indie developer that you know, I'm almost a you know kind of a fanboy of, and and tend to like all their titles. I get very excited when one is revealed, mm-hmm. but but generally, it's gonna wait and see it. You know how how it's received um, when it comes out because the reality is, so many games come out in this day and age. You can't play them all, so you have to you have to. Um, mm-hmm kind of separate the the ones you will play from the ones you won't somehow and, and often that is kind of seen reviews and you know kind of full on gameplay and that when, when when they finally do launch. So, you know, that it's not to say any of the games that we, we see in this event were, were bad games. It's just more so that some of them weren't for, for us or some of them we have to say see more of um in, in the coming months.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, as you say, your your game of the state of play was probably Star Wars. Mine's probably Temtem, but I kind of knew that was coming out, so I'd probably say Hood Outlaws, just because it looked a bit different from pretty much anything else. So I'll go with that. Um, obviously Crash speaks for itself, but... I didn't know anything about HUD Outlaws and Legends, so I'll go with that. Um, I just realised my computer is on 5% and my charge is downstairs, so I'm going to finish up now, Carl. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you for this. Um, We'll probably, maybe not next week, but this state of play kind of just came out of nowhere, so God knows what drops next week. We might have a show next weekend, or maybe the weekend after... Because that DC thing isn't too far away. That might be the next one on Xbox Drops for sure. But uh, again, thank you, Carl. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Goodbye.